0: The most important moment in my academic life happened in the 11th grade. I think of any podcast I'll ever do, this is the episode that you need to pay attention to because no matter what I try to teach you in the future, nothing is going to work unless you understand what I'm trying to teach you here. How many of us know somebody where they have a problem and they don't even know that they have a problem? We all know somebody like that. Those people are kind of dangerous because if you don't know that you have a problem, you can't fix it. These people are in denial that they have a problem. You might even confront them and say that you have a problem, but they don't want to hear it. So unless somebody can acknowledge they have a problem, they can't be helped. The other type of person is they have a problem and they know they have a problem. So at least they have an opportunity of fixing it. But in order to fix that problem, if somebody gives them a solution, they have to believe that that is the solution to their problem. Because if they don't, they could be given the solution, but they're not gonna implement in the correct way because they don't really believe in it. So you can have two different people, one person that has a problem and they know it, and they're not gonna solve it even if they're given the solution because they don't believe in it. And then the other person is, They just don't think they have a problem. That's why this episode is so important because you don't wanna fall in either of those camps because if you do, like I said, no matter what I try to teach you or impress upon you later, it's never gonna work. There's no quick fix. Let me show you this study tip and that study tip. If you don't believe in it, it's not gonna work. And if you don't think that you have a problem, it's not gonna work. So the number one thing to get past is your belief system. In life and in school, the thing that is your biggest problem is your beliefs. You're gonna get in your own way. It's not just about techniques. All the techniques in the world are not going to help you if your beliefs are gonna block you from the truth so that you can get better. So in the 11th grade, I had this discovery. It was an unfair advantage. I learned a superpower that I have that you also have. You just don't know that you have this superpower. I didn't know I had this superpower. I haven't read Marvel comics or watched any of these Avenger movies, but I'm sure that there are these heroes out there that they didn't know they had these superpowers. And then somewhere along their journey, they discovered that they had it. And it's like the cool moment. In the 11th grade, this is when I discovered it. And so my job is to help you discover your superpower, so you can start believing and implementing it. So the way that I'm going to help you get your belief is I'm gonna tell you a story, how it happened to me and why it's gonna work for you. It all started in the 11th grade, second period. My teacher told me that the counselor wanted to see me in her office. He was a little bit serious. I was like, oh, what, what is this about, right? I'd never been called into the counselor's office ever, right? And I'm in the 11th grade. So I'm walking up and I'm like, what is this about? What is it about? Do they want to talk to me about college? Because I'm in the 11th grade now. Are they going to tell me what a great student I am? Because up until that point, I had yet to get one B, except for my algebra, like first quarter. I had like an 89. So I get there and never seen this counselor woman before. And she looks at me very seriously and said, We have a really big problem. Your mom is threatening to take you out of school. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, she's going to pull you out from school, so you can't come here anymore. I'm like, why? And she said, well, she's very concerned. And what she's telling us concerns me as well. And she's saying that all you do is study. You're staying up till 2 o'clock in the morning studying. You're waking up 6.30. You're not getting that much sleep. On the weekends, all that you're doing is studying. You don't have any friends. You're not watching TV. You're not listening to the radio. You're not doing anything other than studying. And I'm like, so what's the problem, right? Like, I'm fine with it. I want to be a lawyer and I was told to have to get straight A's. And so that's what I'm doing. So I don't have a problem. And she's like, you don't know how to study. I'm like, I do. What part did you not hear? I'm a straight A student. She's like, you don't know how to study. And I'm like, yes, I do. And she's like, if you have to study that many hours and work that hard to get A's, then you don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, yes, I do. And she's like really starting to piss me off. I like want to tell off this counselor. And I said, Listen, this is just a waste of my time. You pulled me out of class and you know, I'm not doing drugs. I'm not causing any kind of trouble. And now you're making me feel like I'm in trouble because I'm studying too much. Like, are you kidding me? And she's like, listen, because you're 16 years old, your mom has the right to take you out of school if she wants to. And, you know, I, I know that you're not hearing what I'm trying to tell you. You don't know how to study, but I have a solution and there's a, a seminar. And what they do is they teach you how to study. And, and, you're you're gonna have to go if if you want to stay in school i'm like well i don't want to go she's like well talk to your mom and she's like this is non-negotiable so when my mom took me to this thing i think it was like a two-day seminar i can't remember exactly i was super pissed i did not want to be there i was like i don't want to go here there's just gonna be a bunch of troublemaker kids they don't want to be there i'm sure that they're forced to be there these are going to be a bunch of you know kids that are getting C's and D's and that's why these people need help. I'm like, I don't need help, right? I'm like Mr. Perfect with my straight A's and I certainly don't need to be in some class with these students that are getting C's and D's or B's or whatever. I don't have to be here, right? That's kind of like the attitude that I had. So, So that was my attitude going in. My mom's dropping me off. I feel like she's dropping me off to jail because it's like, I don't want to be here. I'd rather be at home studying for my classes. And so I just went in with this really negative attitude. Well, lucky for me, I sat down next to this girl and before class started, I got into conversation with her and she told me that she had been accepted to Stanford. I was like, okay, why are you here? (laughs) What's your grade point average to get into Stanford? She's like, oh, it's a 4.51. Now, Back then, this is 1987. The 4.51 was really high. I understand now you can actually get higher because there are more honors and AP classes available today than there were in 1987. But that was basically it. That was like a that was the max, right? So I don't know. Is it possible to get a 5.0 these days? If it were, that's what she would have had. And so she's like, "Well, the reason why I'm here is my best friend, who's also a straight A student, took this seminar." And after taking it, she was still able to get the same straight A's, but she was doing it in half the time or more than half the time saving. And so she's like, that's what I want because I'd like to have free time instead of just studying and working so hard to get these grades. Because she's like, this is all that I do. I'm just studying and working hard. And I think I'd like to have a life, especially since I'm you know, just going to be going to college. So That was my buy-in. She told me that she had her friend that had this result, this super smart girl sitting next to me. She's hopeful. She got into Stanford. That was good enough for me. So I was like, whatever this person that's gonna teach this class says, I'm all in. I'm gonna believe everything that they're telling me because this girl just convinced me. So the important thing to remember is they taught us a lot of skill sets. And as I was listening to these things, I wasn't actually seeing exactly how it was really going to help me because they're just giving me advice, but I haven't implemented it yet. But the important thing was I was really paying attention to what they were saying, everything. I was dialed in. I was focused back then. We didn't have cell phones to distract us. And everything that this person was telling me, I just believed it 100%, even though I had not had an opportunity to see whether it was gonna work for me. I just believed this is going to work for me. I am going to make this thing work for me, no matter what. So the circle back, when I said about people that have a problem and they don't know that they have a problem, I had a problem. And I didn't know that I had a problem. My mom, in the ninth grade, first semester, at one o'clock in the morning was arguing with me telling me I had a problem. Go to bed. Quit studying so much. It's this is bad. You're going to hurt yourself. She's telling me to my face that I have a problem. And I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to believe it. I'm like, I don't have a problem. I mean, think how crazy that is. Somebody is telling you that you have a problem and you don't want to believe it and you don't want to see it. And It took me getting called into the counselor's office, getting in trouble, being threatened to be withdrawn from school, and I still didn't think I had a problem. I'm arguing with this counselor who knows better. And lucky for me, just complete luck, I sat next to somebody that had already been accepted to Stanford with this 4.51 grade point average. She convinced me that I had a problem. She wasn't trying to convince me I had a problem, and I was thinking if I didn't sit next to that girl, I would not have paid attention to anything that that person was saying in that seminar. I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't have been paying attention because I wasn't going to get a grade at the end of the seminar. It's not like class where I have to pay attention. I probably would have zoned out, maybe gone to the lobby or whatever. It felt like the tension because, remember, I should not have been there in my mind. I did not need to be there. So I feel it was complete luck that I sat next to this girl and she told me what she told me because that convinced me that I had a problem at the very least that there was a better way. Wow. I can still get these grades and I don't have to put in the time that I've been putting in. What would that mean for me? What would I do with that free time? Well, the first thing I thought about was basketball. When basketball season came, it was so hard to maintain that 4.0 grade point average because basketball, you get home at five or six at night and you're so tired. So I thought, okay, I'll spend less time studying and I could still get these grades. Maybe I can start having a life. Maybe I could watch TV or go play whatever it was. It seemed kind of appealing to me. Like there is a new vehicle, there's a better way. There's a more pain-free way to success than the way that I had been doing it because the only thing that I knew was work hard, work hard, work hard, memorize, 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 kill yourself at all expense, and everything's fine. But it wasn't fine. Not anymore. Because now I knew there's a better way. I don't have to kill myself putting in all these long hours just to get these A's. I discovered that there's a superpower that's within you right now that you can tap into. But first, you have to believe that you have the superpower. And second, you need somebody to help you find it. Remember, I wasn't always a straight A student. I was in the slow reading class in the third, fourth, and the fifth grade. I didn't have any self-confidence, I didn't have any mentors, I didn't have anybody showing me how to do things. So I want you to stop and ask yourself a couple questions. Have you ever felt so frustrated where you just wanna throw something against the wall because you just don't get it? Or have you ever got that sick feeling in your stomach because no matter how hard you try, nothing's working? Or when you're taking a test and you either completely blank out or you just start to look all around you, looking around the room because you have no clue what you were doing. And you want to know what the worst thing is when your test scores come out and then you either try to hide your score or you lie about it to your friends because you just feel too embarrassed to tell them how badly you did? I know what it feels like. I don't like to feel less than everybody else. I know what it feels like to want to give up And just go hide. What I don't know is what it's like to be bullied or criticized by my parents for my school grades. Because even when I got bad grades, they never said anything. It's like they didn't even care. But maybe your parents have criticized you and you feel ashamed about it or scared. Or you have friends or their parents that brag about how smart their kid is. Don't you wanna discover that superpower that's inside of you so that you too can feel smart? You can change and I could show you how to do it. And in the next episode, I'm gonna show you what that superpower did for me and what it can do for you again and again and again. all of your classes. It doesn't matter if you're bad at something like math or physics or chemistry. Your superpower can be any subject. All that matters is that somebody can teach you the better way that I discovered.